0: we hope you are able to use your employment rights to protect your rights to be fairly treated at work. It's no less than you're entitled to. Remember, if you would like to be added to our waitlist for our bullying and harassment course, you can send your expressions of interest to bullyingcourse at employmentrightsonline.com. Once we receive your email, we'll be in touch with you with further information about the course. We'll also put the email in the show notes for this particular podcast episode. So this week, we want to talk about age discrimination dressed up as office workplace banter or workplace banter. What do we mean? Did you know that your colleagues can dress up age discrimination as workplace banter, when the real reason for the discriminatory type of behaviour that you may be facing is to get rid of your job precisely because the general feeling amongst your colleagues is that you are too old. And under a false or genuine opportunity to create a false belief that you are not up to the job, office banter and creating that view That you are the person who has overstayed your welcome is the easiest way to get you out of the door. This is what happened to a man called Dave Robson, who has just been awarded £25,000 at an employment tribunal for age discrimination and unfair dismissal. Dave, who was 69 years old at the time of the incident, Dave lost his job after 11 years with his plumbing and gas fitting company after there was a reorganisation as part of a redundancy exercise. And Dave found himself on the receiving end of a scoring exercise, which despite his 55 years of experience in his trade as an all-round gas fitter and plumber, he suddenly found himself rated lower in performance than a junior trainee in his company. There were never any issues with Dave's performance and there were no capability or conduct issues which his employer could rely on as reasons for selecting Dave for redundancy. Dave was just called to a meeting without warning and with no knowledge that there was a redundancy exercise taking place and at the meeting he was told he was going to be made redundant. And to make matters worse, the company then advertised for short-term plumbers and fitters on its website, asking for an immediate start, which clearly was a job Dave was qualified to do. So the next question was, what was it about Dave that the company didn't want? Dave was one of four workers who were losing their jobs, but Dave didn't think the scoring was right. Firstly, because Dave was never told that he was in a scoring exercise. And secondly, Dave knew his value to the business in terms of his skills, knowledge and experience in comparison to his less experienced colleagues. And despite being 69 years of age, Dave definitely didn't feel that he was too old to do his job. Yes, he felt he was coming towards the end of his career, but he certainly didn't think that at the time when he was scored lower for performance, that he should be on his way out of the door. But remembering when one of his colleagues had handed Dave some fittings and in the process said, ''Here you go, half-dead Dave.'' and remembering that in recent times at work, he was now being referred to as half dead Dave or half dead. It was at that point that Dave began to think that his age had something to do with the reasons why he had been selected for redundancy in a scoring exercise, when prior to the need for redundancies, there had been no issues with his work or his performance. So Dave decided to challenge the decision to select him for redundancy and he asked for the scoring sheets used to decide that he should be selected. Now it did take some time for Dave to get the sheets but when he eventually received the sheets and looked at the scoring system his employers had used... Dave felt his scores had been fabricated to give him a performance score that was lower than his junior trainee colleague and a score that would put Dave in line for redundancy. And it was at that point that Dave knew that he had been given a low score because of his age. Dave knew he was a great performer. He had 55 years of experience across all aspects of the business. There had been no conduct issues and no performance issues and it wasn't until the redundancy exercise that suddenly there was a problem with Dave. So when Dave put all of this information together, Dave knew that he had been given a low score because of his age and the nickname he had been given of Half Dead Dave had contributed to an opinion of him as old and as someone who was one of the worst performers in the business because of his age. And after seeing the scores and coming to that opinion, Dave brought a case to an employment tribunal for age discrimination and unfair dismissal. And after hearing all the evidence, the tribunal agreed with Dave, and Dave Robson was awarded £25,000. So, how did the employer defend their decision to make Mr. Robson redundant? Well, the employer didn't deny calling Mr. Robson half dead Dave. But they used that old excuse where colleagues say we didn't mean anything by the name. It was just a bit of workplace banter and certainly not age discrimination and certainly not anything to do with why Mr. Robson was chosen to lose his job. The employer also relied on its scoring exercise, despite there being no evidence that a scoring exercise had ever taken place until Mr Robson had asked for evidence of whether scores had been used to identify him for redundancy. Because of course, if the employer hadn't used scores, then what did they do? How did they decide? Mr Robson appealed against the decision to make him redundant. And in the process of appealing, he needed the evidence on which the decision had been made. It did take some time for Mr Robson to get the scoring sheets and when he looked at the scoring sheets he had been given a score of two out of five for performance and the employer said the reason that he may have been given that score was possibly because Mr Robson was slower than everybody else or there may have been other factors that the employer thought about. And this was pretty much the pattern for all of the scores that Mr Robson received, with there being no real justification for the scoring. And instead, what we saw was a set of responses that seemed to highlight other factors, like subjective opinions about Mr Robson, which seemed to have influenced the decision to dismiss him. So what was the tribunal's view? the tribunal ruled that the scoring system was unfair because apart from evidence suggesting that no transparent scoring exercise took place until the employer was forced to produce evidence about how Mr Robson had been selected and the employer not being able to give any justification for why Mr Robson had been scored so low in performance, there was no other evidence leading the tribunal to believe that there was no justification to the scoring exercise because redundancy case law says that unless your employer consults with you if you are affected by redundancy and then adopts a fair process for selecting you for redundancy and then also takes steps to avoid you being made redundant, such as offering you another role in the business, rather than advertising that role to external candidates, which is what happened to Mr Robson, then in these circumstances, the employer could be said to have acted and conducted an unfair redundancy selection process. The tribunal then went on to say, that the reason for selecting Mr. Robson for redundancy had been thought about after the decision had already been made to make Mr. Robson redundant. And so, in effect, what the tribunal said was that the scoring exercise was an attempt at re-engineering the circumstances, meaning going back and trying to adjust history to make history fit a decision that had already been taken. And on that basis, after dismissing Mr. Robson first, not following a fair procedure, not giving a good enough reason for choosing Mr. Robson for redundancy, with there being no explanation for the scoring process used and with the company not offering Mr. Robson opportunities to apply for other jobs in the company, which he was qualified to do, and with Mr. Robson being the oldest person in the company, on that basis, the only matter left was Mr. Robson's age and the name of Half Dead Dave, which Mr. Robson said he was called regularly from about 2015 and then more regularly towards the end of the period, just before he was made redundant with the last agreed incident being as late as January 2020, with Mr Robson being dismissed in February 2020 and the case being heard and the tribunal released the judgment in December 2021, which is why we're hearing about it so late. So after hearing all the evidence, the tribunal found the case proven for Mr Robson and Mr Robson was awarded £25,000. What we hope you get out of this week's episode is that you always adopt a position of curiosity whenever you are not happy with the treatment you are receiving from work or whenever you feel you may have been singled out for dismissal when the reasons provided for choosing you for dismissal, especially if the dismissal is part of a redundancy process, that position of curiosity will lead you to think that the reasons simply don't ring true for you. And you're not wrong for thinking that. If you think it, then you have a right to explore it. And so if your first step is to appeal the decision, then you need to ask for evidence of how the decision against you was made how did they decide that you should be the one who should be made redundant? You don't want to see your colleagues go and your colleagues don't want to see you go. But if someone has to go, how was that decision made if it was you? Because after adopting that position of curiosity, you may just find that your employer's reasons for the treatment you have received just don't have a leg to stand on. And that's it for this week. Remember, if you would like to be added to our waitlist for our bullying and harassment course, you can send your expressions of interest to bullyingcourse at employmentrightsonline.com. Once we receive your email, we'll be in touch with you with further information about the course. We'll also put the email in the show notes for this particular podcast episode. As usual, you'll find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's episode. And remember, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.